Our family is just getting bigger and bigger. Welcome to 657AM. Wonderland, we are joined by Pastor Mpozo Banyoni. Pastor Banyoni, good evening and welcome to Radio Puppet. Good evening, Record Free. Uh, thank you so much for having me in even this week and good evening to the listeners as well. We're talking about balanced life this evening. Well, yes. how, how do you describe a balanced life to the listener of Radio Puppet? You know, um, how we do, are we supposed to be striking a balanced life? It means as a person, um, you need to try by all means that um, you become aware of the most important dimensions of our well-being as, as, as human as human. Because your well-being is about everything that is happening around you. You know, every aspect of our lives are influenced by our well-being. So once we become balanced, it means our well-being is balanced, you know, in in general. Remember when you talk about uh, the well-being, we're referring to the emotional part of us, our spirituality, um, you know, occupational part of us, being it our career. Uh, you know, social or social life, and you know, intellectually, um, you know, socially, our family life, our finances, you know, emotionally and physically as well, as well as our environment. So once uh, there's a balance, you know, between all those dimensions, and we find, then we find ourselves leading a balanced life. Mm. T- tell us more about that. We are, we are listening because I don't know if uh, uh, some of us would boldly say and raise our hands with boldness and say we are living balanced life, uh, balanced life. I mean balanced lives. So we, we are all, we are all yes. We just want to hear more so we can be able to know where to rectify it in our lives as far as balancing our lifestyles. You know is concerned. Yeah, you know, record free in life, we come across quite a number of challenges. Life is challenging in general. And if life finds you not being balanced, you realize that, you know, you will find yourself, you know, struggling to cope. Um, because when you're balanced, it means, you know, the, our resources within are actually, you know, being what we balance basically is the resources around us and within ourselves. So, um, you know, when you say, some people will say it's not practical to be balanced, but I say it is very possible to be balanced. Some people will find that, you know, their lives, you know, in the in those dimensions of life that I mentioned, one area is more, much more um, active than the rest. And when that happens, you realize that, you know, when life happens, then you find yourself, you know, um, not coping altogether. Um, because, you know, when you go through challenges, uh, you know, you go through a, 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 a time of vulnerability. And during that time, when we are balanced, we are in a position to find ourselves, you know, coping better with challenges because um, we are balanced. How do we create a balance uh, in the democracy? You know, we create a balance when we actually ensure that, you know, those dimensions that I, I mentioned earlier on, I actually been taken care of. I'm going to give you an example. You know, uh, you know, in the olden days, we'd have, you know, Christians would say, 
you know, um, as long as I'm spiritual, therefore money is not important. You know, we misinterpret that scripture that talks about finances that says, you know, the love of money, you know, is the source um, of all evil. And that scripture doesn't say we shouldn't be wealthy because we know that in the Bible, uh, you know, there's so much wealth, you know, God talks about wealth more than, you know, amongst other things that he talks about mostly is wealth. And we see that, you know, his children, people who were faithful to him, those who were blessed, they were wealthy. So there's nothing wrong with money. But there will be people who are imbalanced who say, uh, when I'm spiritual, it means I cannot be wealthy, you know. And you come across people who, um, you know, emotionally find that, you know, you call yourself spiritual, but emotionally you're an emotional wreck, you know. You're not coping with emotions, you know, when things... Life challenges you with quite a number of things. Emotionally, you just cannot cope. And some people, you find that, you know, career-wise, they are just behind. Um, they don't find it necessary to improve their career life, you know, when they are spiritual. Some people, you find that, you know, they focus on their career, they build their career, and their family life, you know, lags behind. And when that happens, obviously, in the area that is being compromised, uh, that area suffers, you know, and when you suffer, and, you know, obviously you're going to face the consequences. There are people who will spend more time, you know, being busy with work and, you know, whatever career, uh, uh, um, whatever career obligations they have and forget that they have family and, you know, you find that children will suffer along the way, marriages will suffer along the way, and some or, or, they, or they simply don't care. Uh, most of the times the reasoning is I'm doing that for my family. They spend more time away uh, from a family at work, you know, than with, the, than with their families. So the, most of the times the reasoning behind that is I'm working for you guys. Yes, um, that, that's, that's what they say. But then at the end you end up losing um, your family members. The very same people that you're trying to work hard for, you end up losing them. And when it comes to that notion of spending more time at work than at home, that's when we can't run away from that uh, record tree, because that's where work is where we spend most of our most of our of our time in. I mean, in the morning you spend more time traveling, maybe an hour. Some people spending minutes, some people two hours, you know, just to get to work. And by the time you get to work, you have to be at work for eight hours, and then after that you travel two more hours or an hour or thirty minutes, fifteen minutes driving back home, you know. So we spend more time in our workplace. Um, but what is important is that, you know, when we're out of work, we really have to try to create that balance whereby we give our significant others, which are our family members, we give them time. And we should, um, as we give them time, it's a way of showing that, that we appreciate them. It's a way of saying, you know, you matter in my life. You know, some people find that, you know, most relationships actually are killed by people who are not balanced in relationships. If a person is not balanced in a relationship and they spend more time um, at work and they don't give, actually, when I say, even after work, they bring work home, for instance. Those days before we brought work home, you find that, you know, a person would, even after four or after five, they still work until very late, you know then their time with their partners get compromised. And when that get compromised, eventually, whether we like it or we don't like it, 
is going to be affected. Our family life is going to be, I mean, your work life is going to be affected as well. The very same thing you're trying to protect will be affected because um, you won't be as productive as you are supposed to be. Um, a balanced person is a very productive person. When you balance, you know, all areas of your life are, become fulfilled. And when that happens, then you become very productive because nothing is suffering in your life. We're still with uh, Pastor Pazbanyane right here on Radio Puppet, your daily companion, how to strike a, a balanced life. And of course, uh, when you have a, a, you know, a balanced life, you'll have, um, a, what did I write here? Your well-being becomes balanced, yes, when you have a balanced life. That's exactly what I want to say. You actually lead, lead a fulfilling life, sort of for interjecting a, yeah, a, a record yeah. When, when you are balanced, mm. when you're living a balanced life yeah. and all your the dimensions of your well-being are being taken care of, you live a fulfilled life. Mm. Let, let's you, look at some of the things that could contribute to us being unbalanced in life. Looking at the career, you mentioned something remarkable about uh, career people who some of them focus more on career and neglect other areas of life and, and, and what have you. But then let's look at some of the things that can contribute to you not being balanced. For instance, you are a doctor and uh, when you get home, you still want to be a doctor and you forget that you've got many roles to play. If you are a man, mm-hmm. you forget that you are a husband, you are a father and uh, yeah, you are a brother and, and, and stuff like that. You mentioned now the fact that some people take their jobs uh, to their homes. And uh, mm. so the other areas of their lives end up being uh, neglected. Sometimes it's not just a job that is taken to your, your home, but it's that attitude of saying, uh, let's say you are a woman, you are a CEO at work, and when you get home, you want to be a CEO. And many people uh, find it difficult to re- take off the CEO clothes when they get home or the doctor's clothes when they get home. How can we help there for people to have this balanced life in that area? Because now that's where many families suffer because a husband ends up not being respected or a wife ends up not being respected because here is somebody who forgets his role now. That roles change here. Yeah, um, you know, that's a good, very good question, uh, Godfrey. You know, it's very important that as human beings, we become aware that we wear different caps. You know, um, we have different relationships in life. Uh, at work, you have a different relationship with your, you know, subordinates or maybe people you report to or um, your colleagues. So... Those three people, like your colleague, you have a, a relationship that is different from a relationship of of a subordinate, um, or you have a, a different relationship from the one of a, a person that you you report to, the person that is higher than you. So at workplace, you wear different caps. At home as well, when you're home, once you enter home, it's a different cap altogether. Now you become a mother. You're no more a colleague. You're no more. Uh, at the boss, you're no more, um, you know, a subordinate, but you become now a partner to your husband, and then to your children, it's a different cap altogether. I become a mother to my children, and to my siblings, I become a sister. You know, to my parents, I still become a child, <laughs> no matter how old I, I am. So 
we tend to forget that you wear different caps. A person that is balanced, hence I'm saying that's a very beautiful question that you asked. A person that is balanced, they become aware. It's about, you know, being in cognizance of, you know, being actually being mindful of the fact that um, life, you, you, you are relating to different people and how you relate to those people differ. Therefore, when you are with one person, how you relate to that particular person might differ or, uh, to how you re- relate to the other. You know, hence I give you an example that at work, you know, same workplace but different cats. You know, at home, same home but different cats. You know, everywhere you go, when I'm with my friends, it will definitely differ from, you know, in my, in my social spaces. It will differ from when I'm at work, you know. So life really, it's, it's, it's about a person being aware and trying by all means that, you know, when you are aware, you become flexible and say, now I'm a mother, when I'm with my kids, I should remember that I'm not their boss, I'm their mother. You know, there are people who become bosses at work and bosses at home to their own kids. And as a result, they end up applying, you know, the style, parenting style that makes their children to be fearful of them. And as a result now, you know, that relationship becomes, you know, as trained, you know. You know, for people who are not balanced um, record-free, sometimes it creates, it becomes burdensome, you know. Um, let me give you an example. A person that is not balanced, you find that they will expect, you know, from one person that they receive everything from one person when you're in a relationship with such a person. You know, they will expect you to be, you know, to play every role, the role that um, your your parents never played, you're expecting your partner to play, you know. Um, you find that a person would, when sometimes you feel like, you know what, I feel like I need to go out and and get some breather, you know, take a walk, you know. That person forgets that, you know, much as the Bible says, the two shall become one. It is very important to realize that, you know, that person, they are their own person, yet they are one, you know. Digital mathematics can be confusing sometimes, but it's very interesting. That's yeah, it's how like a one whole number, uh, which is one. Uh, it's not like mm. half plus half becomes one. So, exactly. yeah, it's, it's like mm. one number plus one, the number one plus the number one. I hope I'm not confusing yes. people like because I'm not good when it comes to math and all that. Yes. Yeah, math will say one plus one is two. One whole and plus one whole is two. And half plus half is one. That's what it says. But in God's mathematics, it says one whole plus one whole is not two, but one. You know, Which means that one person that is whole is very important that they embrace the wholeness. That's why when the Bible talks about salvation, it doesn't say work out on your partner's salvation. It will work out your own salvation as a person, as a whole person, in trembling and in fear, you know, it talks to one person. So um, sometimes you tend to forget that, you know, that particular human being that you're married to, they sometimes need to have time to themselves uh, so that they work on their relationship with God, they, you know, their spirituality. They sometimes they need their own time to take care of their physical, you know, <laughs> 
because it doesn't mean that, you know, if my partner is not taking care of themselves physically, then I have to be lazy as well and not exercise. You know, if my partner chooses not to eat well, if I prepare healthy food, because a, a, a balanced person, they also, you know, lead a very healthy lifestyle, you know, in terms, in terms of taking care of their physical, their physical person. So sometimes you find that, you know, this person has a conviction. Your partner has got a conviction that I need to start taking care of myself. And they introduce the matter to a family member to say, or to your partner to say, you know what, I think we need to start taking care of ourselves because I understand this will be the result of us not taking care of ourselves. And your partner feel like they're not ready to do that. And they would want to drag you into their space. If you are convicted to take care of yourself, to lead a healthy lifestyle, and for them they feel like, you know, I'm not ready. You know, that's where the importance of, you know, our uniqueness comes in. Then one person starts taking care of themselves. Hence, I'm saying a person that is not balanced in, in, in the degree can be so bad and fun because that person's their expectations of you would be um, you become everything. And if I don't go to the gym, you can't go to the gym, you know. Um, if I don't eat well, you can't eat well, you know. If I don't do that, you can't do it. You are one, therefore, everything must do it. Like, you know, so it's very important that, you know, it, it's good for healthy relationships as well. You know, our relationships become healthy the more we are balanced because we become fulfilled even without our partners being there, you know. Um, it's not about my partner fulfills me. Uh, it's not like about saying, I become content when my partner is there because you understand that the role that your partner plays is one aspect of the dimensions of your well-being. You know, they play not one, maybe a few of them. Um, They play maybe the issue of intimacy, the issue of having a good relationship in terms of talking, having communication, but a certain aspect of your life that your partner cannot cover. Absolutely. I think taking from what you are saying now, it means that as an individual, you need to have your own balanced life. Mm. And again, the two of you as a couple, you must make sure that you maintain balanced life as individuals and as as couples. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because um, I, I like what you just said, what you just said now. You encourage each other to lead balanced lives as individuals, then you start living a balanced life as a couple. Once one person remains behind, then it becomes a problem. You know, now it comes back to the issue of being equally yoked. We tend to believe that being equally yoked is just about spirituality, but it's about quite a number of things, about quite a number of uh, all dimensions, most dimensions of our well-being. If, for instance, um, you are balanced, you live a very balanced life, you know, financially, you take care of your finances, you manage your finances well, and a partner is not doing that in their own space. Um, you know, once they get paid, they actually yeah. misuse the money, and now it creates the issue of not being equally yoked. Yeah. And 
mm. it creates more problems. Wow. I mean, you are raising something now, so something else that requires us to go on and on and on. So I'm really tempted to uh, do just that. But hey, time or one allow me to continue uh, with this issue uh, that you've just raised now. But then, Paul, uh, this is not the end. Uh, the Most High Willing will meet again next week. And if we'll, of course, we'll continue more. But you'll tell us more about this uh, topic because this is just uh, the, the beginning. This is just the foundation. You just crashed Absolutely. it on the surface. So next week, you'll be telling us more. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Ray Godfrey, for having me in. Um, they can contact us on 082-859-0009. 082 859 Yes. That's Pastor Mpazubanyana. Thank you so much, Ray Godfrey. Thank you. Many people across South Africa are being blessed and encouraged by the Radio Pulpit devotional magazine, The Word for Today. This publication places the gospel of Jesus Christ in the hands of more than 100,000 people every day, inspiring every person, from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives in the streets. Each edition contains daily scripture-based devotionals and inspiring articles to help you grow spiritually. The booklet is given with the compliments of Radio Pulpit, but your donation, large or small, will help us to print the next edition and continue being the hope of the gospel to a world in desperate need. The Word for Today. Get yours today on 012-334-1200 or subscribe online at www.radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion.